Reverend Olivia Melody explains the science and application of crystal singing bowls, subtitled 45 Bowls Later. This is episode 122 on Alternative Health Tools podcast, where together we discover and share new alternative health tools and resources from alternative healthcare practitioners and experts. everybody. This is Kim Shea, your co-host for Alternative Health Tools on this side of the pond. And I have the honor of speaking today with Reverend Olivia Melody. And she was just playing some of her crystal singing bowls for us, which we're going to be talking about today. And I, I could tell you everything about her is just really amazing. And I would love it. I already told her this, if she'd love to come back and talk to us another time for another podcast, that would be fabulous. But for today, we are focusing on the singing bowls, but I'll tell you, she's a clairvoyant, medium, spiritualist. Did I say that right? Yeah. Okay. She's also an ordained minister since 1985. She is a certified spiritual healer, a certified past life regression therapist, a certified Jin Shin Jutsu practitioner, okay. <laughs> and she's been the director of education for Harmony Grove spiritual association and she's been an instructor there for 12 years a deep trance medium she's really just amazing and knows a lot about a lot and i thought this was really cool awareness magazine calls you the angel whisperer so welcome reverend olivia to our podcast thanks so much i'm delighted to be here it's been a wild ride and a, a fabulous journey so far how did you get started I said I would surrender and listen to spirit and stop the corporate job and really work my muscle to support humanity. And that was probably in 98. And some days we listen better than others. And spirit kept directing me toward reading about sound healing, which I did. Dr. Mitchell Gaynor had just put out his book on sound healing or sounds that heal. He was the head of oncology at a major New York hospital. And he found that his patients were having so much stress relief and he could reduce medication and a number of things. That was fascinating to me. When I first heard a recording, I thought it was kind of boring, uh, but I'd never heard one played or 
seen them. And within probably a week, I heard a crystal bowl at a large show here that nobody was at. It was like a sales show. And I was transfixed. And from that moment, it's like, pull out all your bowls. Let me listen to them. With no thought to money, I came home with the biggest bowl I could hold and carry and fit in my little sports car. People stopped saying, hello, Olivia. They said, instead, they go, did you bring that bowl? And then a friend told me that she knew someone who had a harmonically tuned set and whatever that was, because I have no background in music, wanted it. I started off in life, perhaps an artist. And you want a full palette. So I got six more. And when I got six more and began to produce harmonics, I began to hear music and stuff began to happen. So I would take them to a place where we did spiritual healing and people would come up afterwards with tears pouring out of their eyes saying, what did you do? They come up afterwards and say, my pain is gone. And since I was playing around a, a number of clairvoyants, I go, well, who was singing? And my friends would go, oh, didn't you see the monks? They came in singing. Or it was the angels. And so I realized something much bigger than me was happening and I needed more bowls. So 45 singing bowls later, Celtic harp, symphony gong, oh, wow. vibes, chimes, drums. If I couldn't get to it, you'd hear it anyway. And over a thousand concerts, the bowls went on the road and I began to produce CDs. And I, I just giggle because spirit was in charge. I, I would record live. And then uh, a friend of mine, the recording artist, said the only way to get this music out there and spirit was pushing me to get the music out there. And I'm like, I'm not a musician. I don't know anything. But spirit really led it. And he said, get out and play. And so I began probably in the 99, 2000s, thinking that it was for people who were ill. So I would play in hospitals and hospice and huge retreats of people living with AIDS and HIV and senior centers. And over time, I realized it was for everyone. So I thought, who knows about energy? And I started with all the little spiritualist churches and then with the dowsers, because dowsers who find water and they're all over the country know about energy. And so they'd invite me to present at the National Dowsers Conference. And basically, I just look on the map, see what city lit up. And then start cold calling or asking my friends, who do you know? And I figure everywhere's on the way to New York City and almost everywhere's on the way back. So I haven't been everywhere, but from the peninsula in Washington to, to Maine, I've been a lot of places. And about six years ago, Spirit said I was done. What do you mean I'm done? Because I was rather driven. And they said the job was to birth sound healers. And to get the music out there because I'd come to small towns and they say, well, my uncle plays spoons and you play bowls. That's great. Or they think they were bells. And I said, you know, you're just going to love it. Relax. I have another friend who's played at penitentiaries all over the country. It's good for everyone. Five-star destination spas. I've been to South Korea. Basically, I'll teach practitioners how to play, how to use these amazing tools because they pair so well with all other energetic healing modalities. Crystals like the planet Jupiter, okay? It makes everything bigger, better, fine-tunes it and sends it out like those first crystal radios. And so it's really all about intention, and it works well with every other modality. I don't care if you're a, a minister and you want your flock to be open and receptive, 
play a bowl first. If you are a hands-on healer and you want to go deeper, faster, play the bowl first. Within five minutes of listening, a person's brainwave pattern will change from beta to alpha. And at concerts, everyone goes into theta. Although if the point is, can you have lucid dreaming? Can you remember? And when you relax, all kinds of things can happen. Pain goes away. You can get epiphanies and inspiration. You get understandings. Magic happens. I've had people come in wheelchairs because my job is to shut up and play and I've seen them walk out and then they'll write to me afterwards or give testimonies. And I know it's not about me. No healer ever heals another. I have a tool that allows you to let go of thought of that monkey mind that allows you to easily release the stress from your body and promote healing for yourself. And so that's what crystal bowls do. And that's what crystal sound does. It's kind of unique. Crystal bowls and silver flute are the only two instruments that have something called a perfect sine wave. It goes on forever like a laser. It vibrates in our being in a very unique way. And it can do a lot of things. (laughs) I like multi-purpose tools. Yeah. That's really neat. So you weren't drawn to this beforehand. When you were in the corporate world, this wasn't something you were dabbling in? or No. In my 30s, I got into metaphysics. My dad had taught us to doubt as a kid. And if you've got a big family, you're thrifty usually, and money's a big motivator. So he'd throw money in the backyard, and we all got really good with our coat hangers and finding money. Apparently, they taught soldiers in Korea and in Vietnam when they didn't have enough landmine detectors. How did Dow's define that? Because how dad learn? So I always knew there was energy. And in my 30s, I did a number of healing modalities. And at one point, I had my clients uncurling from stroke and getting better. And then I watched as a whole group had a vested interest in remaining ill. They may not have been aware of it, but it was it was their spouse's turn to take care of them, or they really didn't want to go back to work. They wanted to be supported by the state. But I realized I had a little attitude at the time, and I said, you don't have the unconditional love it takes to be a healer. I wasn't there in my 30s, okay? So I put it all away, and I went and hid in the corporate world in a great workaholic job where I wouldn't have to think. <laughs> and so I woke up and said, you know, you're going to manifest something in your body and croak if you don't look at that fear and move through it, because a lot of working with spirit is first working on yourself. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's amazing. What did you do to get to where you felt like you had that love that you needed? Absolute surrender. Okay. Absolute surrender. I remember one sister turned to me when I said, this is what I'm going to do. I'm leaving my job. I'm going to start a business. I don't know what that is, but I'm going to listen. And she said, well, Olivia, do you have a plan B? And I said, there is no plan B. It's kind of like how life is right now, because it's all about where you place your intention. You can create lickety split. It's all about focus and not being distracted. And so I, my job was to surrender and listen. Some days we listen better. And so whatever triggered me, whatever signs I saw, I would follow them. And I mean, when I saw how much crystal bowls cost, I think I did run across the catalog. I, famous last words were, 
oh, those fools will buy anything. I'd never heard one. <laughs> ah, okay. The minute I heard it was just like, I have to have one. I need one. Let me listen. Let me listen. And the bigger the bowl, the lower the octave and the more it works the whole body. So the bigger bowl. So yeah, I didn't know that at the time. I just knew I needed this huge bowl. I think it was about 35 pounds. It's 18 inches across. And I was woman with the bowl. Wow. Yeah. And yes, I went from a little sports car to a big minivan. <laughs> to carry all your bowls. <laughs> yes. To, to Gosh, do these cross-country trips and to get the mm -hmm. music out there. Yeah. So did somebody teach you any of this or is this something you just intuitively knew how to do it? Do you know, I took piano in the second grade and I remember when she got sick and I didn't have to do piano anymore. You know, every kid had to have an instrument. I have no musical training or background. I just like that sound. So what I discovered, because it was fun, it was fun to play the bowl. And I started and I didn't know anyone else who played them. So I was rather playful with them at first. And I play in a unique way because I had never heard anybody else play. First off, ergonomics, it just made sense to me to always put the bowl on a table and to stand up rather than sitting down. And as I got more bowls, well, I had to, I play on two six-foot tables and more because I have so many wow. and I just float around the table or run around the table. The bowl seems to light up. I know inside, I know what to play. Sometimes I may be doing dissonance and part of me is thinking, Oh, this is really ugly. And dissonance are two bowls that are like if you push an A and a B note on the piano, it doesn't sound so pretty. And what Spirit told me was that the dissonance actually helps break up rigid belief systems, break up oh. masses in the body, that it's good for you. We like it to be harmonic and to be pretty. But like I say, the bowls will teach you and they can be rather bossy. I've had my crystal bowls. Sometimes they're louder after I stop playing. It'll just rise and rise and rise. Sometimes I will hear sounds I've never heard before. A frosted bowl can oh. shift to this really high octave. I'm thinking, oh my goodness, I'm a vehicle who carries them around and then they do their own thing. Yes. Wow. So tell me about how are they made? Do you know where oh, yeah. they come from? Is there mm -hmm. something that's imbued into them as they're being yeah, made? Not really. <laughs> I say anything used in a sacred way becomes imbued with that energy over time. All right. My belief system, okay. which is a little woo-woo, is that sound healing was used and crystal bowls were used before Atlantis went down. Crystal skulls made it through the last big shift. Crystal spheres made it last through the shift. Bowls didn't. And so what you had starting about 12,000 years ago Unless is the sound healing tools being replicated, not based in any religion, globally. So you have Peruvian whistling vessels in South America. You have the metal bowls that were birthed in China. They're over 3,000 years old. I said people did the best they could with what they had at the time. Not based in Buddhism or any religious practice. And just as the, the whistling vessels drum and rattle. Okay, NIH knows that 50 beats or more a minute of drum and rattle changes brainwave patterns, sends you into trance. The really high frequencies of the whistling vessels, you shoot out of your body, you connect with the star people. And the metal bowls, and the lore is that it's seven metals 
that the recipe was handled from father to son and with every beat of the hammer as they annealed it, a prayer was said, well, you're investing sacred energy into it. So I don't care. It is the gestalt of a metal bowl, whether it was manufactured in Pakistan yesterday or someone actually dug it up from the earth, from India or, or Tibet. 50 years ago, they all hold that frequency of being used in a sacred way for healing on all levels. So okay. what we had is about 45 years ago, the birth of the semiconductor industry to grow crystals globally, crystals that would heal your eyes, that would kill you, that would open up doors and work on your computer. And in order to grow the crystals, which they do globally, they needed pots that went in the fire or crucibles to measure the different temperatures of minerals because they could program the crystals that they were growing by coating them with minerals. They would change the vibratory frequency of the crystal. It's a very high-tech process. They're coating them. The first things they coated them with was gold and platinum and silver, titanium, rare earths like nobidium, uridium. Sometimes they have pretty colors. But the crystal bowls that we know, the first ones from 45 years ago, are frosted bowls. They're crucibles that go in the fire. They're pots. And I say it was probably someone at Kyocera, some enlightened group like Kyocera or General Electric late at night who went, hey, maybe we can play these like crystal glasses. But the real story is to woo-woo. It's a fellow who worked in the semiconductor industry and he had a dream about galactics and how these bowls could be played. And when he got tired of trying to sell them because they have very high industrial standards for these bowls because it's part of a multi-step process that costs a lot of money. They have a big chamber of ones that they feel are not perfect. And so he began selling bowls. And when he got tired of them, he gave the business to Cedric Wise in Houston, I think it is, in Texas. And so Crystal Distributing became the first wholesaler. And others who worked for him went and started their own business. And then they thought, what if we coat these bowls the same way they're coating crystals? Gee, these are pretty colors. And so then we have colored bowls. And about in 95, someone said, what about bowls just for sound healers? And they approached friends of mine who work with the crystal divas. And then they created the divas gift of the first handheld bowl. And they are individually made with a handle that goes inside of the bowl. And you can insert different things into the handle, different minerals, different affirmations, and it changes the frequency. So crystal bowls are oh, wow. technically crucibles, the same way you have a big metal pot if you're pouring bronze. And they come mm -hmm. in frosted. They come in clear. They come in all sizes and shapes, like little cereal bowls or very tall goblets. They'll come with rounded bottoms or flat bottoms. And what a sound healer wants to know is, does it play? Can we play it? Now, you can play almost anything. Mm -hmm. You can play your stainless steel bowls. You can play your, you can play any, you can play almost anything if it's metal, okay? Any percussionist knows this. But crystal in the form of a bowl it's everything old is new again. So it's holding that original frequency. And for me, crystal is like nothing else on earth. It works interdimensionally. So you have metal people, you have crystal people. And for me, you can go deeper, faster, and more with crystal. 
So they're still being manufactured all over the world. They were all over the world, but of course, China can do it cheaper these days. So I had people calling me in 2005 in Switzerland, you could only get bowls from the U.S. And I said, hmm, here's a manufacturer in Germany. If you bought 50 bowls, I'm sure you could find your bowl because shipping was terrible. The U.S. was the only manufacturer. Uh And starting about eight years ago, China began selling directly, but it is better to work with someone who knows because there's a left brain piece. It has to do with the music and it has to do with the tuning. And so they could say, you know, here's a a chakra set and yet you've got a D sharp. What is it? You've got a D sharp and you've got an F flat. I don't know if there is a such thing as an E sharp and an F flat, but the two notes will sound the same. And on a tuner, it looks like you've got an E and an F, but they sound the same. So China is selling okay. it, but I say buyer beware. <laughs> okay. So is this something that somebody could do like me? Because there's oh, yeah. a shop not too far from here. You've probably seen it too. I think it's in the Encinitas area. And I mean, you walk by and it's like eye candy. It's oh. only sells bowls, crystal bowls, and right. they are stunning. And they've got the fancy lights coming down through them and they're illuminated. And you just think, oh, I must have these. They're very beautiful. But is that something that somebody like me could do? Or is that something that someone needs to be taught like somebody from you, or you have to have the inspiration to be able to connect with the bowls? Anyone can play them anytime. In fact, I have a girlfriend on the East coast. She bought a little bowl and her husband likes to just walk by and hit it. (laughs) It's a really high one. He just liked to hit it every now and then. All right. So Yes, as long as you, a, a child needs to be, I'm going to say about 10 years old. I've sold big bowls to 13 year olds. You know, they're pretty plugged in young people. Anyone can do it. It's simply a matter of getting your mallet to go around the bowl the same way you would lick your finger on top of a crystal glass mm-hmm. and make it go around. Okay. Yeah. It's as easy as that. But I say you, you never play around people who are using drugs and alcohol in not a sacred way. Because just like Jupiter, it's going to expand everything, cacophony or bad juju. All right. Okay. We do that. And people who have dementia do not need crystal bowls. Interesting. Why is that? Well, with dementia, sound healing is particularly impactful, and yet it's a different kind. With dementia, you have one foot out already. This just takes you further out. All right. Dementia, in order to track and hopefully bring your loved one back for five minutes, you want music with a strong beat or music that that they remember from their childhood. And there's amazing footage online of people who are deep in dementia and a guitarist in front of them playing, I've been working on the railroad. And the person comes out of deep dementia, fixes their eye on them and said, that's a great tune. Would you play another? All right. Hmm. So literally you want to have a track that hooks into their emotional memories. And there are many, many stories of sound healers bringing their loved one back who has not been present for months with Vivaldi, whatever their favorite music was. But bulls take you out. (laughs) Okay. Well, that's interesting. I haven't had any experience with them other than listening to them online, like on YouTube. I can go on there and I've listened to some of them and they're lovely. The only thing I ever had that took me out was someone did a gong. I went to a gonging session and the thing that blew me away was that I could not think during 
the gonging. I tried. I could not make myself think. It was like having my brain washed out with sound. And I realized then how powerful it was. And I had a hard time speaking after that for a while and finding the words to express myself because it was so powerful. Is this like that? Yes. It's part of the study of psychoacoustics. What happens is your brain entrains to the vibratory frequency of the gong. Okay. Your brain entrains okay. the same way. If you're in a happy mood and you hear like rock and country music, you're tapping your foot and your whole body's going upside down, going up and down. If you're mm-hmm. sad, you put on sad music. All right. Because it matches your boohoos. All right. It mm-hmm. literally takes you there. So with gong as well, your brainwave patterns will change. So you're no longer worrying about this or that or the other thing. You're open and receptive. So yes, there are a number of things that can do it. It's individual, but I've always played when I've been local, I've had a band and as I've traveled, I have too. So yes, and I have my own gong, but I've played with gong masters with walls of gongs and the big Tibetan horns. Fat, they pair beautifully with bowls, as does silver flute, all the flutes, cello, violin. Yeah. However, what really will take you out are bowls and gong. Yeah. For some some people, it'd be didge. It can be didge too. Didgeridoo. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm hopeful at some point here when COVID lets up, I'll be able to come see you in person. That would be lovely to be able to experience it live. There's nothing juicier. People who know of uh, crystal sound baths, it's like you bring your blankies, you bring your pillows, you wear your comfy clothes, and then you strap yourself in and you get ready for a really great ride. Because one thing, you're going to feel awesome afterwards. And, And my job is to land the plane and bring everyone back slowly, gently, so that they can remember where they went. Sound healers, I say, are like navigators. We can take you wherever it is you need to go for healing. And once you know the way there, you can always find your way back. Mm, That's beautiful. How do you stay present when you're doing that? How do you not get taken out by your own music? Or do you when you're navigating this whole crowd of people? My job as a trans medium is that I don't stay. I remember once in the early days, because I knew a lot of vibrational frequencies, and I thought, oh, I'm going to start throwing symbols and signs and sending frequencies, and I began stumbling. (laughs) I couldn't walk because I was still in my body. So no, I basically um, jump out. Sometimes I'm really high and I'm looking down at everyone, but oftentimes I'm just somewhere else. I said, don't take pictures of me because I look like an old man or I transfigure a lot. So no, I zip out. I go. I let your spirit healers, your spirit guides work through me to bring in the tones and the frequency that you need. So I always play inspirationally. And whoever might join me musically, that's a requirement too. Do you hear the music? It's almost like jazz, okay? You can feel the riff, you can go into the groove, and then it takes you left, and then it takes it right, and then it gets wild, and then it comes back. So Afterwards, I can give you the flavor of where we went, but I don't get it down to words. Just, mm, we went out a lot. We came back. We needed a lot of grounding. After 9-11, all I played were big bowls, low, boring bowls. I love the really high frequencies. 
and much higher. All right. But these days people need to feel safe, secure, supported. And that oh. would be the big low babies. I don't care what note okay. it is. It's all about octave. Interesting. Yeah. That's so fascinating. There's so much science to it. And I know metaphysics is probably the more appropriate word, but it's just fascinating to me. As we move forward, everything is going to be about frequency. We can use other words. Is it a better fit? Does this work for me? You're looking, actually, do your frequencies match? And so it's music that supports or uplifts. And this has been a study. I mean, the Greeks had scales that were forbidden because they excited the passions too much. and. We, we basically have two scales, you know, what is it? C major, A minor. I've learned this on the black and the white keys on the piano. And in India, they have over 4,000. China decided that there was only one official scale that you should have for perfect harmony. And yet music in different, played different ways brings up all kinds of, I'm going to, it's almost like a cook. You just never know what you're going to create, what's going to come out of the oven. Okay. And how it can support you. So no, each time it's different. Each time it's different. Yeah. How exciting to be able to do this. I would imagine that you surrendered to be useful and and a tool for spirit to work through people. And what a beautiful way to be doing that. Thank you. And it's fun too. I say crystal bowls can clear about 97% of everything that's out there and the rest of it because we live, everyone wants to go to the sacred sites, you know, and gee, do you want to go to the profane sites? It's earth energy. It's just not filled with happy juju. All right. And that's, and some things have to be dealt with in a different way. And so that's why I'd say it clears about 97% of everything. And then it's up to you for the other 3% or the earth needs that negative vortex, that negative sight. It's it's not your business. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. There's got to be some balance. I know. On your website, you had a blog post about autism and sound bowls. And I found that just fascinating. So your blog was saying that this is something that people are finding very helpful with okay. autism. I began hearing from parents with autistic children and from people who ran schools. And they said that the low octaves, the drone tone of the low octaves, okay, those are the bigger bowls, lower sounds, helped people on the spectrum to anchor into this reality, to this time, to this space, to track, to do their homework to pay attention, to have clarity for so many. And I know it's very, really varied on the spectrum, but this is a very disharmonious world. An individual's thoughts don't match their words, neither their actions. So there's a whole lot of confusion. And the low octaves help them to connect to earth energy more easily. That's my take on it. I just know that I began hearing from people the, the high notes that I like that are angelic, you know, everyone has their own favorites, but that is not earth-based. It's going to take you out and that's disorienting. Okay. So it's the- Okay. 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 So that's the major feedback I got. And then I, I remember some things burn. Uh, oh, I did take a picture, but they burn a, a hole in your memory forever. And it was severely autistic children coming up and just 
and I play the bowls and they'd find which note they like and just wrapping their arms around the bowl and getting euphoric. And to see a deeply autistic child to do that is this is the sound I need. And they're very particular. They're very particular about which note works for each one. That's amazing. It just goes beyond words. Mine mainly is evidential or experiential. I carry a few facts because people have done enough doctoral studies paired with MDs these days on sound healing and specifically crystal bowls. But those are just facts. I think experiencing seeing is believing. Yeah. There you go. That'd be great to get out to more people. So I hope more people will take that away and pass that around because what a nice thing to be able to do to help somebody who's having a hard time struggling with all the chaos and the noise to find something that resonates with them and brings them some joy. And it's one reason why I did the CDs and get them out there because I would tell people, just play it low. You don't even have to hear it. It's about the frequency that's going out for birthing babies, for crossing over, for dealing with extreme pain, and just put it on repeat, play it all night. And and it has worked. (laughs) And it continues to work. And everyone uses sound healing in their own unique way, whether they are singing or toning, whether they have specific ways they choose to use it. And like I said, it pairs very well with all other energy modalities. And most other musical instruments... I'm not sure about ukulele. All right. I haven't played with ukulele yet. I bet it can happen. It can be very gentle in the background. Right. And, oh, right. I can actually hear it in my head just talking to you. Mm-hmm. I think it could be lovely. And I've played with wild drummers and bulls will hold their own with wild drummers. Okay. Just really. Dumbecks, let's go. And I played originally with a tribal drum, but it got too hard for us to get the tribal drum everywhere up and down the Integratron trick stairs. And oh. so I ended up getting a, a bu- drum by Remo. That's again, that Buffalo drum. It's a Buffalo drum, but it's the same octave as a tribal drum that takes you right to mama earth. Yeah. Oh, how nice. And it's a good way to bring people back with drum or rattle. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So some shamanic in there, would you say? Um, it is because actually rattle is more prevalent globally in shamanism than drum. I think it's because at high mm. altitudes, you've got to wet them. You need to, if it's dry, wet them, keep them warm. It was just way easier to rattle and to replicate that, particularly if you weren't skinning animals. Yeah. Because mm. you yeah. can make rattles from oh. everything. Seaweed rattles. I've seen them made of everything. Yeah. Really? Oh, that's really neat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We have uh, gigantic pods of seaweed here and you let them dry and put stuff inside of yeah. them. Gourd rattles. Yeah. All kinds. Oh, I never thought of that. I have been making gourd ones lately because I bought a lot of gourds to decorate for fall. And then Mm -hmm. I'm just letting them dry naturally. And then the seeds become loose. So it's been adding to my collection for that. Yeah. And each rattle has a slightly different sound. Like I say, the bowls teach you and you become sound sensitized. If anything can vibrate in the room, it will vibrate. I think my first recording session, oh, they needed to move that set of snare drums out. Okay, because I was oh. setting off all the drums. I was setting off everything. If it can vibrate and you're hearing like the hinge under the table, oh, no, can't do that. I would put candles in my bowls when I first started 
and a little water because you can play in the dark. And yet there I am. I'm cutting off that little metal thing on the bottom of the candle because I can hear it. Nobody else can, but I'm hearing it. I see. Okay. So that's yeah. where you become sensitized. The bowls teach you. I need more. I need less. Let me try just putting this um, little piece of citrine in the bowl. Ooh, that feels better. Let me throw my homeopathic in the bowl. Oh, wow. How about essential oil? You don't even need to take the top off. You want more love? You put in some Bulgarian rose auto and play that bowl. Wow. And if you take the top off, of course, it'll fill the room. I remember playing once and there was one sprig of a stargazer lily in the room and the entire room got filled. Oh, I think the sound waves were pushing it all around, but then it was really big. So it just, like I say, it pairs well with others. And so you treat them in a respectful way. They're tough. They're tough. Mine have been down the worst washboard roads and back and forth. And sometimes I hit them really hard. Their job is to stay whole. Nothing's ever broken in concert or traveling and they'll do magic for you. Yeah. <laughs> I just wow. magic. Yeah. That's amazing. Just even the craftsmanship behind them too. So you ship them. People can go to your website and they can buy the bowls from you and you can ship them. And right. they have to be local. I say always call first. No, I order direct and I try to put bowls together for people. So if they've got one and they okay. want more, it's let me hold my tuner up to the phone and see what you've got. So we can pair one that will sound lovely. Oh. Mm-hmm. And inventory varies all the time. It's not as though they're making bowls in any particular note. Basically, they're getting in these crucibles from China. And then they hold up a tuner and they figure out what they get. And the coated, the bowls that have pretty coatings on them, like what you've seen, what they do is they're getting bowls from China and they know what note they are. And then they're sending them. It used to be Ohio where they are coding other crystals. Okay, so they're coding here, but the bowls are made somewhere else. The coding, and actually they put them in a vacuum chamber, uh, heat it to 2,000 degrees, the minerals vaporize and bond on an atomic level. And frankly, when you heat up rose quartz, you've got titanium in there. And in that process, it's going to leave big black blotches. And so most all of the coated bowls have colorants in them to make them prettier. All right. I see. Now gold and platinum, platinum looks opalescent when it's heated to 2000 degrees, opalescent white, gold looks um, brilliant aqua with rainbows and titanium will be blue black with rainbow sparkle. Almost everything else, they've added colorants, but you can put a gem in the bowl and get the same energy yourself without having a bowl that's only going to play this way. I learned that when I bought my first Moldavite bowl, it was green. It was great. I had a Moldavite bowl. And then the next day I met the people who had the handheld bowls with the hollow handle. I went, you mean I can just stick a piece of Moldavite in my handheld and have a Moldavite bowl, or I can just stick a piece of (laughs) pyrite in. Oh, so I do both. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. That's fascinating. Yeah. Okay. Just experiment with it and let it go how it leads you, I guess. Sounds like. Yeah. Oh, it sounds wonderful. I made a number of videos. They're one minute videos, but really short ones on how to pick a bowl, how to choose a mallet. What you discover along the way is that every percussionist or drummer has a stick bag. 
And they've just come out in the last year, finally, it's been so long, with a mallet that's made just for sound healers with a lovely silicone. It's half silicone, so it's half really soft. You're not having the scrape of of leather, which bothered a lot of vegans. Cork would just wear off. I would send people to Home Depot or Lowe's to get cane tips to put over the end, but they've just come out with a lovely new mallet that doesn't wear down and the sound comes up easily. So how mm. to pick a mallet, oh, nice. the difference between the different bowls. So yes, I'm really into teaching and sharing information. So yes, my website has lots okay. of videos. Little okay. One. So your website is olivia.com, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's really easy to remember. So it's E-L-I-V-I-A. Dot com in case you're listening, but we will have that link directly in the show notes. So you can just click on that and go to Reverend Olivia's website. And you can also order the CDs there on your website. Actually, I got an order the other day, but it's been like a year. My music is downloadable all over the internet. Oh, nice. Okay. And probably the the most sought after, the one that is all purpose is Journey to Wholeness. I begin with the drone tone of the bowls chakra alignment, and then it moves into healing on all levels. So journey to wholeness, which is the blue one for getting the energies that are coming in now, that would be the purple one or crystal portal. It's got a beautiful fractal on the front. And for grounding, that would be the green one with a big earth labyrinth on it. Terra firma. And with that one, sound healers in the Bay area actually lent me their bowls because I wanted to play on big bowls and the smallest bowl you'll hear is 18 inches. So I start with 24 inch bowls. I record live. So I I said, I want the big wah-wah, which nowadays is called binaural beat. All right, let's get really big babies. And then I brought the band with me. You've got Didge, you've got a beautiful Native American flute and it's feeling safe and secure grounding. So yes, it's very low octave. Yeah. That sounds like something that people might want right now. Right. During the times we're living in. That sounds like that might be something very soothing right now for people Mm -hmm. to listen to. To connect to the earth. Yeah. It's it's a good thing. Yeah. I think right now we need it. Right. Yeah. So we'll include that information there and they can find out more about you. And like I said in the beginning of the podcast, there's so much more to you that we haven't even talked about. We've just talked about the singing bowls. And if you ever would like to come back and talk about some of the other things that you do and are certified in, we'd love to have you. And I'd I'd love to be able to share what you know with all of our listeners. That would be so great. I'd love to as well. Thank you. Yes, it's like all new directions these days. And it's as everyone's waking up and it's pretty darn exciting. Then we would love to talk about that. Okay. That would be great. Okay. So thank you, Reverend Olivia. And for those of you who've been listening, you can follow this podcast and listen to it anywhere that you normally listen to your podcasts. You can also go to alternativehealthtools.com. There's a button you can click on and you can leave us a voicemail. You can just tell us what you thought about this episode. And if there's any questions you have, or you just want to say hi, we'd love it. So thank you once again, Reverend Olivia Melody, and thank you for coming to talk to us today on Alternative Health Tools. You're so welcome.
produced by Heard Not Seen Media. Visit imaginepodcasting.com for more information.